0: Know, startups are uh, either working very close with startups as community managers, as growth managers, as developers, etc. So the exposure is amazing, you know, uh, thanks to a lot of change in the ecosystem, even including things like Start Tank India. Again,
1: hi, Anshul. Uh, welcome. Anshul is the founder and CEO of Zionverse, which pioneered the Web3 scenario in India. And he also pioneered the Indo hemp industry uh, with Indo Spirits and Indo hemp. So welcome to Startup Anshul. Pleasure having you.
0: you so much thank you for the kind welcome and uh, uh, you know it's a pleasure to be here again lessons i have learned hopefully people can take something away from it and improve upon it and also communicate the same to me so that i can also improve from there um so let me start with a little background about myself and since you mentioned about hemp and vaping i'll, I'll maybe cover that before we move on to Web three uh because you specifically mentioned the that that's of interest so um you know i had a uh, fairly I would say chasing this uh, fairly conventional career uh, my father is from IIT Delhi as well so so sort of for me uh, you know the path was set that if I really want to do well I, I should go to IIT Delhi I have been a competitive person and that from my father also and uh, I was fortunate to clear IIT Delhi uh, went to IM Bangalore from there uh, and then spend the next decade plus in London uh, in the finance industry mostly on the hedge fund side. So I was a partner at Stark Investments, which was the seventh largest hedge fund in the world at the time, managing $17.5 billion. And I myself managed $3.5 billion looking after the Europe uh, office and later on also the Asia office. Um, I decided to be with my parents. Um, So um, when I moved to India, I wanted to sort of also take a break, figure out what is it that I really want to do. Um, you know, so law felt like a great career because at that time, uh, and even today, from what I know, law does not have an age limit like most courses in India. Uh, because of the demand for the courses, they all have an age limit. And I entered Campus Law Center uh, DU to fit, to do my LLB. Had an amazing time uh, doing my LLB as well. Um, probably one purely uh, out of interest and passion. So, you know, I was very, very excited about it. also could connect with the younger generation uh, a lot more. And coming out of it, I really felt like there are a lot of changes taking place in India also, right? So um, the idea to actually get into vaping and hemp was really that this was something that I had started to see in India, that the acceptance of new products was there. The audience, particularly, not only in tier one, but also tier two, three, and four had started to become dense and they were adapting to sort of new technology new things uh, much faster uh, vaping had become a rage in uh, in the us right jewel labs which became a a tech sort of led that uh, led that uh, race uh, it from the us and uh, i don't think i've seen uh, that sort of growth ever in a product like i saw in vaping so we started by so we we thought that look we have to understand this business. Why don't we just go partner with um, you know some companies creating vape machines and some of them in the US and Canada who were the leaders in producing vape liquids, um, and we became uh, you know exclusive partners with them to sell their products, learn their technology, even uh, help them you know start putting manufacturing units in India to be able to capitalize on the Indian market. And uh, I think from the first month itself, that business became profitable. It was crazy how much demand there was for the vaping product, right? I think it had the, it had all the right ingredients of the, uh, people wanted to be seen with it. It was an electronic device which had lights, etc. The flavor you could really choose and mix and make and, and pick and it was uh, tasty and obviously um, you know you were getting the sort of uh, hit uh, that you get from nicotine. So you had all the benefits of it. Uh, we really believed, uh, particularly given all the studies in the UK, that all the like a large part of the tar that comes from smoking tobacco leaves was not in vaping, and hence it was ninety five. It was still bad for your health, but it was much better or much less worse is probably the right way to say it than smoking cigarettes. So we thought that that's a sort of a great idea. In the same way, the hemp business uh, is still a very interesting business, right? Like I think. Um, My belief was that um, the government was going to make medical marijuana legal a lot earlier. I think it is, it is taking fairly long in my opinion. And, but we have already seen mushrooming of medicines based on hemp, particularly CBD, but also THC. So, so hemp as a plant, since you mentioned, I'm, I'm talking about it. Hemp as a plant has two main chemicals. Uh, There is THC, which is the psychotropic substance for which some people recreationally have uh, or smoke uh, marijuana and the other is CBD, which is cannabinoid oils, which has a lot of medicinal properties, right? So so THC is, by the way, also used in a lot of pain relieving uh, medications. So, you know, a different company is morphine, Uh, you know, some of these painkillers also, by the way, have caffeine. Uh, Some of them, by the way, also have nicotine, like uh, india is one of the world's largest exporter of uh, liquid nicotine right and primarily we export it to switzerland to be used in pharmaceutical drugs so i think like if if one delves into sort of hemp and the history and why actually hemp is very prevalent in ayurvedic medicine right one of the largest buyers of hemp in india by the way is patanjali because they use it predominantly in their medications so there are a lot of, a lot of medical benefits that actually come from using cbd with some components of thc and we thought that look um, you know there are other benefits which is uh, hemp as a fiber is much stronger much more sustainable than even bamboo right like forget like we can't even comp- it's not even the same radar of comparison with something like cotton which eats up uh, and drinks a lot of water and india unfortunately you know, we have one-sixth of the world's population, but we only have 4% of the world's fresh water. Right, So we have always struggled with water and as our population is growing, we will keep struggling with it because naturally, if we have 16% of the world's population, but only 4% of the fresh water supply, we really need to be a lot more efficient on water. Right, So hemp fiber is great. You can actually also create bricks with it. You can create soaps with it, cosmetics, um, all of that is becoming really popular and at the very early stage, we actually did a tie up with uh, with Bohiko to become their um, sellers for uh, northern part of India as well. So that was also an interesting journey, unfortunately, by the US and India both in 2017. Um, even though you know vaping is quite prevalent, like early, I live in Gurgaon, I, I know that in Delhi, Gurgaon, there is uh, unfortunately a massive black market. I see tons of people actually vaping out in the open still. Uh, because I think once people are introduced to something that they really love, uh, you know people will find ways to sort of consume it. and that's the unfortunate part, right? The government should have legalized it. People, in my opinion, people should have gotten the legal products, the better quality and not take the risk of getting something bad, uh, etc. and government also makes tax for it for, for which everyone benefits, right? Uh, I do feel like vaping would have completely disrupted the tobacco industry and I think that is something where the lobbying of it, really caused uh, vaping to be banned. And that's where my journey on the tech side really started. I, I had been coding and uh, uh, and very involved in sort of um, writing different programs, particularly in MATLAB for someone who still uses it, uh, went into finance that kept decreasing to uh, a fact that I, I stopped coding altogether because my involvement was more on the financial side of it. And I was really interested to sort of go back to Coding as well and tech because I feel like tech is extremely scalable and gaming uh, has always been a passion so I thought that that is the perfect and right combination and started with the totality four and a half years ago.
1: That's that's amazing, Anshul. So you have been renowned for building products which are for twenty forties or twenty fifties, right? Hemp will also be commoditized in a way that alcohol and tobacco has become in last sixty years in the upcoming years.
0: Um, yes, I think so. Right. Like, see, by the way, um, so for example, for people who live in Noida, right, they would know, like, now I'll put on my legal hat. See, there are a lot of reasons why we were also taking these bets of vaping and hemp were that because I was able to do law, I I also got the right connections in people understanding what the legalities are around it. And since I was also able to understand call as to what is illegal, what is in the gray area and what is likely to, to become uh, legal, right? Like likely to become legal is a little crystal ball, but I, but also if you see like selling Bhang in in Noida is allowed, right? There are certain government mandated shops. So like you mentioned, uh, uh, Bhang, uh, which is actually made from the seed of the plant, right, is, is already allowed under the excise policy, which is the same policy under which alcohol is allowed, right? And it's a state matter. So state by state, like it's banned, Delhi, uh, Haryana, it's allowed. uh, Taxes are very different. Like people who live in Delhi and Haryana would know that beer costs significantly different in Delhi, Haryana, and two people. I'm sure many of you have traveled to Goa. The costs are very different because taxes are determined by the state, right? Similarly, the states today, if they want, they can actually legalize it, right? So it's not not an issue that legislature has already given power to the state. States now it's more an issue of public policy, right? So the issue actually becomes that look, the the um, we cannot neglect the fact that um, marijuana weed and the drug problem is already there in India, right? The the problem in Punjab is very real. Uh, the problem in India of people having it recreationally, getting addicted to it, is very real. So there is definitely an uh, something that the government will have to look at that if they make these policies. Uh, you know, how do they make the balance between making sure that, you know, they don't fuel the demand for the people who may uh, you know, not completely uh, prohibit people who are doing it for medical benefits. Right. So it's a, it's a fine balance. Uh, but also because of the drug abuse, what has happened is that the public's opinion is very bad. Right? Like if I like when I did the hemp and vaping business. And, and I told my mother, right. Like for, in everyone's house, mother is like the keeper of morals and values. My mother was like, Oh my God. Right. Like, like, you know, like, like beta after IIT, I am finance, and then I had to sit her down. I had to take her through stuff. Obviously I'm her son. So she listened to me, but I could gather that this is such a large problem. Right? Like people are like, for some reason, uh, you know, people are okay. Like I also know, like at least I went through this. Many friends of mine have gone through it. If you drink, your family is still okay. But if you start smoking, it feels like you know, like your lungs are gone in one day, uh, etc. I'm like again, I realize smoking is bad. It's bad for your health. But so is sugar, right? Like, and also I think pragmatically, what I understand quite well is that we are, we will cigarette or alcohol or or drugs. I'm not, by the way, uh, endorsing any of this stuff. All I'm saying is the reality is. That these are synthetic happiness, right? They give us happiness in a uh, you know much faster way with much lower effort, right? Of course, like I do a lot of meditation. Uh, my wife is a psychologist, so uh, I do follow that process. But you know, doing meditation, following that process is such a long effort journey to achieve that effort, right? And suddenly, you give someone saying, "Hey, here is a way for you to to smoke up or smoke." and you can get that synthetic happiness, obviously a lot of people will get attracted to it. Right. And like most things in life, it's a balance if done in a, you know, in a, in a manner, which is contained in not going overboard with it. Like, like sugar is good, it, it, you know, we like it. We like desserts, but if you start eating like crazy, you know, it will cause you tons of problem. India has the number one, uh, you know, population of diabetes, uh, over the world. I mean, I don't see governments coming out and banning sugar, right. Uh, McDonald's changed its policy because the government came and said that you know you have to stop supersizing the uh, the meals, which became such a major pandemic issue uh, because of fast food, not just McDonald's but overall, right? So I I feel like the pragmatic approach is that look people will want it. Can we give it in a way which is safer, right? It's it's not going to be like no one can also come and say that you know this this part about a glass of whiskey a day or two. Glasses of wine a day is good for your health, very debatable. I'm not going to get to it. It's a great PR stunt, right? But something done in moderation can get, get us benefits. Overall, do I feel the government, like I really felt that the government is going to move quickly to make medical mar- marijuana legal. But if you see, there are already many companies, right? Like, I don't know if I start telling you about companies and people say that, hey, this is the best uh, podcast ever because we could now buy hemp stuff. So maybe I'll not tell you the companies. But if you see, there are already many Internet companies which are selling hemp products, right? You have to get a prescription for it from a doctor. So, so uh, you know, Uttarakhand, uh, in Jharkhand, by the way, you can grow. You can um, also uh, sort of start growing industrial hemp. I know tons of people who are now hemp entrepreneurs, right? Like a lot of them, because I started Indo Hemp a while ago, they come to me and they say, hey, you know, can we talk about it? And I'm like, look, I can help you from a overall strategy perspective, etc but I'm not as involved in it on a day-to-day basis. Like I left it four and a half odd years ago, Uh, but a lot of people are taking a crack at it. I think it's only a matter of time. It's a long winded way of saying it. It's only a matter of time, but to actually regulate it. And it's, I think, overall good for everybody. They make a lot of taxes from it, which can go to fuel a lot of public services, welfare, et cetera, for the country. People like it because now they have access to legal products, which will have a maintained quality rather than sometimes getting something which is not only illegal so you can get into trouble as some people related to Bollywood got into trouble for it so at least now in moderation with legal stuff you are able to consume it Um, so I think overall it benefits everyone so it makes
1: sense to act yeah and even with Bombay Hemp Company, India Hemp Company being in the market, let's see uh, how this industry goes. And uh, talking about from a different perspective, you had two, transi- two transitions, right? You came from an IATIM background, went to an investment bank, be- became a portfolio manager. And then you came to the hemp industry when you became an entrepreneur uh, in right. general. And then from the hemp industry itself, you became... Uh came into the gaming industry, Web3. So there were two transitions uh, in your entrepreneurial life. So if you can walk us through how there is two transitions.
0: Yeah, so see, I'll say like pretty much the first phase of my life and career was very um, I, I'll I'll just call it very conventional because it was very sort of what people were expecting me to do, and I kept doing it, right? So I was expected to go to IIT. Because my father is from IIT, for me, IIT was like this, you know, temple of knowledge, right? Like I actually, my father, my father also did his PhD uh, from IIT. So his guide in his PhD until a professor when I got into IIT Delhi, right? And so I would go and visit uh, and I would be like sir, like giving Diwali gift. I would be enamored by it. So it was like a dream, which, as I said, fortunately come, came true. In IIT, I got a job in Capital One in the U.S., uh, which was a great job and everyone was vying for, you know, um, outside placements. I really did not want to go outside of India. I got an opportunity to stay in India by doing the MBA. A uh, lot of people were doing the MBA. So I said, okay, this is my opportunity to do it. I obviously can always I am Bangalore. So I felt like it's a low risk, high return option for me. So I took that. When I went into IIM, everybody was like, hey, trading is the place to go. Uh, investment banks and finance, uh, you know, this is the time pre-2008 crisis so that was the place to be so I was like okay I got an internship there uh, and I love trading right like trading I mean I hope people don't take this the wrong way but trading is a game of money right like it is actually like playing a video game because if you suddenly start really thinking about the amount that dawns on you you will never be able to trade anything right so I I just say that look what I what love what I loved about trading is there was a new puzzle to be solved every day right and it, it kept changing so in my 10 odd years um i don't think there was ever a day when i felt bored right like like gaming so you know once you complete a game it's over but trading it's an infinite game right like what happened in 2005 6 7 ch- completely changed in 08 market changed then then corona happened uh area you know uh, perspectives keep changing new players keep coming in it's just an extremely, you know, dynamic sort of puzzle that you solve every day. So that was very, very interesting to me. Um, when I moved back to India, um, I really felt this urge, um, you know, so so the reason I got exposed a lot to entrepreneurship is um, when I moved back here, everybody, or, or I would say, actually, I think everybody from my IIT Delhi batch who is in India is either a startup founder, um, and, you know, whether you Tons of companies, Clovia, etc. They are all from my batch of IIT Delhi as well. So, tons of people I was meeting in Delhi when I came back. My group, they were either talking about how amazing it is to found a company, very tough but so interesting. The feeling of creation is, is different, and I really felt that pull, right? I really felt this pull that, wow, creating something, uh, you know, this is a, another level, right? Like I get the adrenaline rush that I was getting in trading every day. But the thing with trading is, is, you know, uh, it created an enterprise, a hedge fund. um, But but a hedge fund is like a pool of knowledge base, right? Very important service, which is why we got paid very well doing it. But it wasn't something long-term creative value where, you know, you are building something, uh, other team members are coming. It was very individual sort of small team contribution, doing things every day. Like if you start getting disconnected from the market, your entire enterprise value and whatever you have built just disappears like this also right so you would see hedge funds right out of two years unfortunately happened with stark it was a hedge fund started in 1992 Uh, you know we all left uh, stark in 2012 and over the next four five years they just simmered down right so a 30 year old company went away in three four years because a few senior people sort of left uh, you know a few losses got Uh, occurred etc etc few strategies investors didn't agree with whereas in companies it's much longer term so I really felt that pull to be creative to become a builder and uh, look like most things in life I had that I would just go and now try things um, and if I like them I'll keep doing it and if I don't I'll I'll not do it right so I think the uh, luckily for me I had done uh, a few things which according to me had tick the boxes or whatever I needed to do for to show society to do whatever so that I was now away from it so I could just sit down think about what I want what Anshul wants um and actually like I tell a lot of people that as exciting as trading was truly I began my career with what I really wanted really late in my life did I realize and when I have done this entrepreneurship career over the last you know whatever five and a half six years now one thing I can say is like look um I, you know i i still haven't achieved the success i want to achieve it has probably been the most taxing journey ever the most emotional roller coaster journey ever but i just tell people that you know i feel like i'm made for it because every day is the same right like i wake up in the morning i'm like a kid i run from my bedroom to my work uh, work room uh, workplace now and when we had the office i just could not wait to get to office and by the time i would come back i would be so tired and you know yes there are a lot of emotional roller coasters but that excitement and zeal you get in the morning to go and solve problems with people that you love working with i, I mean nothing can replace it right and the amazing thing is that one would have thought or i would have thought or a lot of people told me that listen this is a, one of your again things you want to try for two years it will die down and if anything every year i become more so not only is it constant it's actually increasing right and till that remains i'm I'm going to be on this journey uh, and do it. And I think that's the important part, right? I, I'll highly recommend people to at least try it once in your in their life to experience it, particularly for those who are in college. Your risk of trying it is very minimal, right? Like one thing I've loved in India is that a lot of people I'm talking to now um, are either entrepreneurs in their second year of college, first year of college. They have done two, three entrepreneurial uh, you know, startups, uh, they're either working very close with startups as community managers, as growth managers, as developers, etc. So the exposure is amazing, you know, uh, thanks to a lot of change in the ecosystem, even including things like Shark Tank India. There is large acceptance of startups and founders. There is large acceptance that this is genuinely a great career which should be given the social status that it hadn't been given before. Right. Like, yes. Um, overall, see, this is not a journey. If you want to maximize from a pure perspective of would you be better off doing a job uh, or becoming an intrapreneur? I do all these things inside a company. Absolutely. Probability adjusted. You will make more wealth taking the path of um, of getting into a job and doing it within within established companies. right? But in terms of um, living your life, I, I, I think if it's for you, if you find it interesting, I mean, there is no comparison. I mean, what are we like money is very important, right? And I think there is a very healthy ecosystem in India of fellow entrepreneurs, uh, you know, VCs, um, other people who will come and help you. So there's a lot that you will be able to do so that you can also have a living, right? It's not the case that, oh my God, like I don't have money to uh, to eat, etc. Luckily the ecosystem has become healthier enough that that's not the case anymore. So it's definitely something I would encourage. Everyone who to take a shot, see if you like it. And if you like it, there is no better rush um, is, is what I would say.